0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Hello there, you've just tuned into In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. And today my guest in the studio is Phaedra Fang, who is one of the curators of the National Taiwan Museum. And uh, I've got uh, Phaedra here to talk about her most recent, well, actually, it's not the most recent, um, this big project of hers that she's really proud of, and I'm you know, very impressed with, is the Sustainable New Year's Dinner Tables, and the, uh, the what do you call it, the subtitle is called Dining in the Anthropocene. It, there's a lot of information in all this, and I'm very excited to hear from Phaedra, so, but let's meet Phaedra first. Hi, Phaedra.
1: Hi, Shirley. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yes. Now, Phaedra, can we first know what's your background? Like what, what did you study? And Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. So uh, I actually graduated from uh, the Zoology Institute from NTU. I used to study animal behavior, <laughs> <laughs> but currently I'm studying at the, a new program called Climate Change and Sustainable Development. Also at NTU, it's a new uh, PhD program.
0: Right, uh, NTU as in the National Taiwan, Taiwan university, university, which is the most prestigious university in Taiwan. But okay, um, very interesting. So you really have a love for animals to start off with.
1: Yes, uh, that is also why I uh, decided to work at National Taiwan Museum, because it is the uh, oldest still standing natural history museum in Taiwan.
0: Mm, right, yeah. right. I think you're the first um, that I know of. Who studied zoology Lology. from National <laughs> Taiwan University? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well, pleasure, but, yeah. <laughs> privilege. Okay. Well, let's hop right in because yes. I mean, even though this is talking about like New Year's dinner and yes. it's talking about Chinese New Year's dinner, which yes. actually just passed a couple of months back, yes. but it's never never too late, and it's always uh, you know a, a well-rounded topic to talk mm-hmm. about food, that is, all year round. So regardless of whether it's New Year's or anything, it's always exciting and fun to talk about food. And town is so rich in terms of its food culture. Yes. Right. So anyway, can we start with just why the idea of uh, this immense exhibition about, you know, New Year's dinner tables and recipes and and the culture behind the history behind it and everything yeah it's a huge project it cause is the way I see it it's so rich with a lot of information yes I couldn't imagine how long it took for you to put it all together but why in the first place did yes. you want to do this?
1: Yes. So it, the, the reason uh, at first was very simple. It is just because uh, Taiwan has passed uh, a national environmental education act uh, around a decade ago, and so a lot of uh, national museums or uh, educational institutes start to, you know, come up with their own environmental. Education programs. And I was thinking, what can I do to uh, solicit or attract our visitors to, you know, be engaged in our environmental education programs? If you just say, oh, let's do something good for the earth, probably not so many people would. Really listen. But I know that food <laughs> or eating is a very big thing in Taiwan. Everybody cares about food. If I can somehow connect our environment education uh, with food, I I thought that would attract a lot of audience. Right. And if you choose to talk about food uh, before the Lunar New Year, you will get more audience to <laughs> the year. And, and I actually worked on that and it worked. Pretty well. So wow. and so at first, I was just trying to you know propose the ideas of like uh, environmental uh, protection, uh, biological conservation. And uh, There are a lot you can do. For example, uh, calling people not to eat shark fin mm-hmm. soup. Yeah. Uh, but I did that. Uh, I started that uh, since 2016. Okay. Around six years ago. Uh, And because I'm biological background, so I I mainly focused on uh, ecological issues, Mm -hmm. but with more and more partners with different backgrounds invited into this program, I learned with my projects. I started to get to know some uh, farmers, uh, fishermen, or uh, retail sellers and communities. And I found this is a, as you said, it's a complex topic. Mm. You can see through this topic from different aspects, not just ecological uh, issues. And so with uh, different years, we have like different ideas, new ideas. And I thought it would be great if I can put them all together into one exhibition. And this is why we have this special exhibition right now.
0: Okay. You want to describe to our audience as best you can just what it is about the exhibition. Like, you know, what can people see? What can people learn just... You know, can you describe the exhibition?
1: Yes, the uh, the structure of the exhibition is very similar to the context of my project. So we first would introduce to our audience on the diversity of the New Year's food in Taiwan so that everybody would be really happy. But you have to eat first because you're going to be really hungry if you look at all those pictures and realistic (laughs) models of food so you get to know oh, there are different kinds of New Year's food and then we would like to invite the audience to actually Uh, learned a little bit how these food travel from uh, farm to table or farm to fork. Uh, There's a term farm to fork, Uh, how these are produced and uh, what is the evolution of these food industries in Taiwan. So when you get to the history part, you get to kind of reflect on your eating habits. There are some changes happened in these decades, and then we will go to the part where people don't usually think of when they are talking about New Year's food. There are some invisible ingredients inside our New Year's table. Oh, they okay. are also introduced. For yeah. example, yeah. microplastics. Oh. <laughs> And also like uh, carbon emission, that's something invisible, and also leftovers. It is Uh, so significant that we almost can't finish our New Year's food. That's a topic, uh, that's an issue. So we are introducing these, uh, you say, problematic things. And then we'll also introduce you how uh, the different communities or different groups in Taiwan are uh, contributing to a sustainable table. So there are people in Taiwan working on this uh, issue in their own strengths, in their different ways. And Mm. it is really fascinating. So you get to see the diversity of not just food, but also the actions of people in Taiwan.
0: You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I'm speaking with Fei Drafang, one of the curators of the National Taiwan Museum, on the special project of hers, "Sustainable New Year's Dinner Tables: Dining in the Anthropocene." So, when you mention microplastics, of course, we bring into you know everyone's attention about you know pollution and these kind of things that are invisible that we never really paid attention to. Through this project, you're trying to tell people that. They can actually find something in substitute to what they originally Normally would eat over Chinese New Year's to avoid these kind of pollution or to avoid carbon emission or whatever, and and I guess you would have to give solutions because otherwise people are like you know well tell me what I can substitute right yes yeah. yes
1: so uh, for as for microplastic we actually have there are two ways you can think of it first is the cause of microplastic there are usually plastic or uh, disposable products we're using and they happen to end up in the ocean and with time they will be. De- compost into right. like little uh, particles.
0: So I'm thinking of packaging. Is that where it's mostly coming from? Yes. Not that, that we're that eating can, into our stomach.
1: But, but we well, are. I mean, we are. And we are.
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah,
1: so th- the two-way I'm, uh, I'm talking about here is that first we can try to reduce our use of disposable products. Mm-hmm. And the other way we also have to consider if you're eating larger fish or larger animals from the ocean, mm-hmm. e- it's very likely that you're also consuming more microplastics.
0: Oh, the larger they are, the more we're consuming them?
1: Yeah, that's like Ooh. biological accumulation principle.
0: Okay, okay. Like in proportion, I guess. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so are you saying, and this makes me think, that you're encouraging people to go shop more at wet markets, traditional markets, as opposed to supermarkets where they have lots of packaging and um, traditional markets that they don't. But, of course, they still do because they use plastic bags. Yes. Um, Is that what you're trying to convince people to do?
1: Well, I think we (laughs) can do our best by reducing disposable products. Oh, like so, bring your own bag. Yeah. So you can try to bring the own bag and you can uh, support uh, the supermarket that they are uh, selling the vegetables without packaging yeah. uh, materials. Uh, those things are actually happening in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And also you can try to uh, grow plants or buy from the oh. farmers directly. Yeah. If you have the access. So there are different things we can do. I think A challenge uh, you have just mentioned the biggest challenge for us to talk about sustainability is that there's no a fixed standard a fixed criteria that we can follow i think that's also why a lot of people might feel um, helpless or Mm. powerless when they're uh, encountering the issues of like climate change or environmental changes but in this exhibition we are proposing, you know, from uh, introducing these problems and also proposing these action plans from the communities. So from these examples, you can come up with your own action plan.
0: Okay. But I'm sure you're seeing a change in people's eating habits nowadays, right? Maybe for the last... I don't know 10 20 years maybe <laughs> yes you know that people are more eating more healthily and they're watching out yes. for you know these things that you're kind of reminding us yes and also like you know stay away from shark's fin those kind of things i yes. think not that many restaurants or you know people are actually eating shark's fin i think that really is cutting down a lot right? yes yes so which is good i think taiwan is changing but maybe slower than other countries would you say? Or <laughs> I,
1: I would say actually Taiwan is quite advanced. In oh, terms good. of okay, well, I'm environmental glad you're here. action. Okay. And uh, there is a one very small uh, research project I did in this exhibition, uh, which I uh, look into the newspaper database from nineteen sixties to twenty eighteen. I was trying to see what kind of fish people are eating because you know, I'm a biologist, I'm always curious. You know, yeah. when you're asking your friend what kind of fish you're eating during the new year, people may say, Oh, I eat fried fish, oh mm. I eat steamed fish, but that was not the answer I'm going for. Right. I'm going for the species. Right. So I, I think probably the most uh, accountable way is to look into the newspaper. So I oh, that cost my eyesight. But anyway, I, I done this. <laughs> and I found some very interesting changes. Like the first news report advertising a shark thing for Tiaoqiang.
0: Oh, um, yeah, Buddha jumps over the wall. Uh, uh, yeah, That's a very rich dish. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, very rich. Like, with a whole lot of assortments of stuff yes, in there. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. So that kind of dish, uh, uh, especially when uh, the, the news report emphasizing that uh, this dish is with uh, Shark fin, oh, This yeah. kind of report comes out in 1999 okay it's not so far away actually no and and Mm -hmm. then i start to see more and more because people started to you know eat outside they don't really cook for themselves during the new year they will uh buy Mm -hmm. um their order Order -order, pre-order yeah the whole set so um the supermarket and uh Convenience store, get into the market, so the news are pile up. There are a lot of people eating, so a lot of news reports used to advertise shark fin sort of dish, new as New Year's dish. But in two thousand ten and two thousand eleven, there are a lot of environmental action groups, uh, you know, uh, calling off, you know, proposing that we should not eat shark fin. Right, and it was very effective in the news report Mm -hmm. in terms of news report that the next year you get to see less Mm. advertisement or shark thing uh, dish although there are some other problems of course but you see that the, the, the environmental protection groups in taiwan they are powerful and people in taiwan they know but i think the problem with new year's dish is that although probably younger generations are aware of this issue but they are not the one who's deciding. Right. The
0: <laughs> yeah, it's usually their parents or, yeah, the, the older, or even the old yeah, the yeah, grandparents. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And 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 it's very difficult to deprive them of that kind know, of decision. It's tradition. Because they would think, Oh, it is my time to take care of my, you know, younger people. This is a mm. time so I have to feed them with this and that. And so, well, this is something we have to, you know, understand if we're proposing like uh, action plans
0: congratulations on Phaedra Fang putting together such an immense exhibition. It's worth going to the exhibit, but even if not, online is quite an experience in itself as well. Next week's episode will be worth listening in if you're interested to know how to come up with action plans for healthier and more environmentally friendly Chinese New Year dinners. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin.